You're listening to Break the Cycles, where we talk all things motorcycles and speak to ordinary people doing extraordinary things on two wheels. Welcome to Break the Cycle. My name is Jan. And this is Farida. And it's your boy Sal. And we are doing our season finale of our first season of Break the Cycle podcast. So what are we going to talk about today? Biggest surprise for all of us doing this first season. I think my biggest surprise was the uh, the amount of time I had to like edit this stuff. Yeah. I figured like we recorded and then like, you know, I fixed things here and there. And then like, you know, a 30 minute recording or whatever and I just throw it on there. Yeah. But it turns out 30 minute recording takes about, oh, I don't know, anywhere from two hours or depending how bad the audio is to like maybe like three hours to edit wow you know what 30 yeah. minutes recording took for me 30 minutes because <laughs> i don't have to edit that yes. stuff. took a little longer on my side <laughs> i did uh coordinate the speakers or That's the right. people we invited i sent you guys calendar invites it's true that yeah. one usually would accept right away and the other would never acknowledge <laughs> but i had it all on my calendar and uh i think oh i usually show up 30 minutes early to make sure my mic works and yeah yeah he didn't know. do that no no <laughs> last minute five minutes before yo where's the link to this podcast <laughs> yes, like every time where's the bio for this guy <laughs> my internet doesn't work oh i got the wrong laptop every single time <laughs> yeah uh, that was terrible that was whoa that's terrible. a lot of love <laughs> I, I think for me it was the amount of coordination and planning going behind each person's podcast because everybody mm-hmm. has a story to tell yeah and some highlights of their life and trying to compact that into something entertaining in 30 to 40 minutes is Mm -hmm. an exercise to say the least it is yeah i remember when we first started recording when we did the first few test recordings like me and you right right right. and when we're trying to like record like just off the fly without any any uh notes or whatever like prepared so that we have like some kind of path of uh, conversation it was a disaster it was was well yours was mine wasn't (laughs) (laughs) it was just like it's really hard when you're having this conversation like when you have a normal conversation like you kind of like say some things and then just kind of run along but then like when you when you're trying to like have a conversation about a specific topic it's actually it's it's hard to it's hard to stay focused and then not go off on tangents and talk about other things if you don't have like basically like a, a a way to like have to continue the conversation you're narrating a story you right. want to see a logical connection between the beginning to the end mm, so. I, like that. I think for me the biggest hmm, it's not necessarily a surprise but it's uh because we insisted to stick to the whole uh ordinary people doing extraordinary things yeah Every single guest we interviewed had a very special story. Yeah. So it was between trying to get their background, when did you start writing, but also trying to fit in their special story. And I think every single episode had some kind of a surprise or something we really didn't expect. Yeah. And then trying to make sure that we're sticking to kind of what we had in mind to ask, but then also really enjoying the conversation they're giving us and trying to go somewhere with that. Yeah. Um, I think that was just, I didn't expect any of those. No, absolutely. Because, you know, in today's day and age, we see these 
the people who have done these spectacular travels. They're mm-hmm. very prominent on YouTube and social media. It kind of makes them look superhuman. Whereas, like, in our podcast, you know, the family man down in Bethesda mm-hmm. has done this cross-country trip. He had this elaborate, you know, um, life story. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he got into a car accident and that spurred something. Yeah. So it's just interesting. Like, it's, a very, it's very humbling that there are a lot of people around us who've True. done spectacular things, you know. We just don't know about and it. And they're not internet famous. Yeah, it's just very subtle and you know, under-the-radar type of people. Absolutely, yeah. yep. So we've done... How many episodes so far? Was it close to ten or something? No, no I think we published twelve, 12? at least, 12? and we have. Oh wait, 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 wait. maybe it was thirteen. You, that shows you. My... I should know. I should know. Thirteen, okay, thirteen. We published thirteen. Thirteen episodes. Wow. episodes. That's right. We published thirteen, and we have some unpublished. Yeah, that's right. Well, I hope by the time this one's published, we'll be since it's the, <laughs> the season. Maybe we shouldn't have said 14, that. Fourteen. Fourteen. So we have we thirteen. Have we have yeah. thirteen published um, for this season. Uh, which one is which one is like your favorite? Like which 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 one of the speakers that we spoke to is like your favorite? Frida. I wouldn't say favorite. I think in my mind I'd group it. Which one did I listen to more than two times? Uh, and the one I listened to for four or five times was Jonathan Thorpe's uh. episode. Uh, you know, this was. I think with Jonathan, it was just a, the conversation was flowing. Yeah. And I think that gave me that thing where we, you know, we take their bio, we try to ask them questions, and we want to hear that special story. And I thought I knew his story. But other than him being really, um, you know, his conversation flows, I was blown away with the fact that he died for four or five minutes. Oh, yeah. Right? That was wild. And that was wild. It was like a bombshell in the middle of the And then the he's not like... I was more blown away after we stopped recording. Oh, that was an amazing conversation. I think that was an amazing conversation. It was like... Yeah, I wish we were scenes. still recording. Yeah. Yeah. I missed out on he that. He was just saying everything, everything... No filter, huh? That I want no, to say that I can't I say. I think in, in somewhere in another universe, they're twin brothers. Uh, <laughs> I was shocked. I was like, someone else shares Young's views Everything, everything. Really. To the exact key, everything. Everything. He was just saying stuff. I was like, I don't need, I don't even need to be here. Like he's already saying everything I need to I'll say. I'll give you my mic. I know. He's like, yeah, here you go. You want to do this podcast? But honestly, also not just that. He didn't. He used his story to try to change uh, the lane splitting law. Yeah. And that I was huge. So that. he, you know, he lived through something very special. But he didn't just give up after that he used it to try yeah. to save other lives, yeah. right? So I think that made that very special to me. What about you, Sal? I like Chris's. I think his podcast really captured the spontaneity that comes with motorcycle travels. And I think the way he delivered it, too, he's very nonchalant about everything. I remember we were talking, like, how was Colorado? Oh, it was fine, but uh, we fell off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... Uh, That's okay. fine. Like, really? That's okay. Care to elaborate on right, this? Exactly. <laughs> so it really reminded me of the, uh, you know, the obstacles I faced in my travel. Mm-hmm. Except you know, I didn't fall off a cliff. Of course. But nothing comparable. But you know, working your way around that, and mm-hmm. you know, sitting at home, such an event, you kind of freak out. But when you're on the road, you just kind of learn how to deal with it and go around. Right. It. Right. And then you know, months after the time later, you're like, wow. I really did fall off the cliff. 
But that's the thing with Chris. He's such an easygoing guy. I mean, yeah. back to this whole thing about ordinary people. He's an ordinary person, and he thinks that, you know, whatever. You ride yeah. a motorcycle, you have a good time. Doesn't yeah. everyone do that? Right. No, we don't all travel the world on a motorcycle and fall off a cliff. <laughs> I, I found it funny. I was like, so how'd you get back? He's like, ah. You know, I, I felt like buying a truck, so I just bought a truck and I drove back. <laughs> like, like, okay, okay, baller. <laughs> I got I to gotta do trips with you, bro. I know, right? <laughs> um, for me, my favorite episode, not because he's my mentor, but of course the Yermo episode is my favorite. The reason why it was my favorite episode is we kind of made a conscious point of transitioning into that episode as something that will provide our listeners like something that's useful for beginning writers or people that are writing for a while and have a lot of information Mm -hmm. and knowledge that's presented that they can use themselves versus just telling Yermo's story. And Yermo has a billion stories to tell. Um, But the fact that we interview him and that he talked about why is it important to have a mentor and what are the process that a mentor helps like a new writer and how that really makes it a much safer environment and how that enriched the motorcycling experience. I think that was really, I think that's one of the most helpful episode. And I think a lot of people who listen have also, um, I, I, there's a few people that listen too that have also come talk to me about it and saying that that was such a great episode. They listened about it and they, there was a lot of things that resonated with them that they picked up. But I think that that kind of format is is um, is very good for because a it lot was of topic specific, yeah. right? Yeah, we did have someone recently we were interviewing quote Yermo's episode, really? <laughs> and we were like, "Whoa, that's like in your episode about the mentorship," and she like you no know way. quoted him, mm-hmm. and we were like, "Wow, yes," <laughs> and awesome. yeah, it was really nice to. Uh, hear people's feedback about and we realize that sometimes it's the stories sometimes it's the topics that are more beneficial Mm -hmm. yeah but that being said it doesn't mean that these are like favorites it's why i liked this episode or like one of the amazing episodes was our the first time we decided to have a guest on the show when we had jackie that's right that was like wild how yeah. she just jumped into riding and she's like oh i learned how to turn a motorcycle when i went to thailand right. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun but i think i think it especially from that episode you know i know we were all recording together and that was like the first interview right first yeah, time we had a guest, on the, show. guest on the show and we realized that having yeah. four people trying to ask questions within a 30 minute time frame and then having the uh the interviewee kind of like yeah narrate their story some one of us is end up like not talking the whole mm-hmm. time yeah. so that's the coordination thing yeah you know it's not so it's i think i think we or i think we found that we it, it was just kind of it actually was more natural when we started recording where just two of us and and, and, a, and guest. a guest so just like the three triangular conversation was much more natural than having four people mm-hmm. um and having like you know, four different voices going on, asking questions. It was it's a little too much. I thought three was was much a better number. I remember after that we had a meeting and we said it's yeah. three's the magic number. Yeah, you're not talking too much. You're not thinking too much. It's just it's just right where it rotates between three different people with three very different experiences and opinions. Yeah, yeah. So that was. Uh, it's been working out pretty well. Yeah. That and way. each of us brings our own taste. I think it's like mm-hmm. it's, I think it's nice that we've rotated. It's been nice. Times. 
Because I get tired of dealing with Yun sometimes too. So. Man, it's exhausting. Don't even tell me. I can't me deal with it. this guy. Karita, please leave <laughs> me. So, what what do we learn uh, of from our first season? Like, that Salma needs better internet. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> me. Uh huh. I have learned. And, and then and then go buy a legit laptop, please. I learned that I was deluded in my faith. <laughs> <laughs> quality Comcast every time, man. connection. <laughs> every time we start recording and it's then I just drop off. I know. We did a podcast and in the 40 minutes we get off I'm like, Yun, this podcast was fantastic. I cannot wait till we post this one. He's like, dude, we can't use this. Your internet connection was crap. I was like, dude, 40 minutes I was so involved in this. Yeah, because every five minutes your internet connection would drop and then yeah. you would interrupt everybody because you were like a two second lag behind. So somebody started talking and then you started babbling about something. I was just like, my, oh, my internet connection is so bad. I have like three computers in front of me. I'm like, which one is going to give me the best connection today? <laughs> oh. yeah. So he tried hard, man. Man. It's volunteer work. This man worked hard for that. I'm, I know, but man, the internet connection. Oh my god! Like it's killer. When, 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 it when was if, killer. If it breaks once during the the podcast, it's okay. Yeah. I can just like splice it back together. Yeah. But like, if every five minutes is like a like a like a time lapse like delay, it's like it's an impossible edit. I mean, it'd be there for hours, and even then, it would still probably sound like crap because some of the some of some of the, your uh, the vocals were like lagging behind. Yeah, like it, it it wouldn't it wouldn't even sound right even if yeah. even if I could splice it to the right timing. Mm-hmm. So, um, unfortunately, some of the some of the uh, some of the recordings um, weren't very. We did lose yeah. two episodes, right? Yeah. 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 I feel like I'm getting to a point. Huh? Do you feel bad? Absolutely, I feel bad. Absolutely. You're getting to the point of buying a new laptop. I was thinking of like, I'm going to go. I'm being a bully. I can't believe it. See what happens one season with Young. Ew, no. I'm going to go into. I feel like I'm getting to a point where I'm going to carry my whole boom into like Starbucks. Like, on the table. This random guy. It's your boy, Sal. Laughing to himself, talking to a mic. Oh my god. And then the person then back Yen's ordering. Gonna, <laughs> I was going to say, Yen's going to criticize the back na- oh, background of course, noise. Oh, of course. There'd be like a thousand background noise. Well, speaking of... Rita, what that? did you learn? What did I learn? Yes. That I can't put my leg on that stupid... On a box. <laughs> um, I learned that I had no idea that all this goes into the editing. So you know how I used to coordinate with the guests? Yes. And I always wanted to make sure, because the first time I was on the show, I was really nervous. Yeah. And I was like, how do I make them not nervous? So yeah. they can give us their all and share. So I always tell them, I don't know if he knows. I always tell, don't worry about it. Young can edit out anything. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I absolutely, absolutely hate it like, when people say that, because then they're just like, oh, you know, just pause now. And then I just say, so we've had people say, hey, no, no, can you edit that out? Like in the middle of talking. Or, hey, yeah, just, I don't like that I said that about my boss. Can you take that out? And I was like, oops, I have created a lot of monsters. And I'm not going to tell them that they all do the same thing because someone told them they can't. Don't worry, you can do as many takes as you want. Because I'm not editing. He's editing. I was like, don't worry, Yun does the editing and he loves it. Just just be yourself. Just me- mess up. Do whatever you want to do. <laughs> so, 
so yeah. Oh, man, every time you say that, I just cringe. I'm like, oh my god, they're gonna stop 50 times, and then I have to like clip these like 50 different times. That's why, I like, whenever I'm talking to them, I pretend to hear like, oh, bro, I'm so sorry. That's <laughs> moment I end it. Not my problem. <laughs> yes. Go do something else. The best is when on our WhatsApp group, you say, like, it's awesome. And he's with me on the phone saying, Sal was cutting up every five minutes. Whoa, two very different perspectives. Because I'm seeing it from the recording side. He's not the on the recording side. So he's yeah, yeah. speaking. He doesn't see the interception of all the conversation the no you've got a huge responsibility you've got a big task in front of you but that i don't um, have to deal with so one of the one of the, one of the biggest thing that i learned is man well you giggle like crazy all the time like <laughs> every, look at her now. No, like every everything <laughs> and you and then you're the one who told me i think i giggle too much yeah it was, was jackie's episode right, right. i listened to it i was like young i edit i giggle edit me <laughs> and i was like I already did. <laughs> oh, that was after the After show. she listened to us, she's like, oh, I giggle way too much. I was like, I already cut like half of that. Like, I don't know what you're talking like, about. I remember her dialogue is just giggling. I know, right? So like just randomly, because okay. it comes out with different tracks, right? So then you'll yeah. see like her giggle. I'll just like, oh, erase. It has erase a signature. Yeah, it does, because the sound wave is the same. So then every time you see it, you're like, oh, that's a giggle. That's a giggle. <laughs> that's a giggle. Cut. Yeah. cut. Yeah, that was shocking to know that the giggling that's in Annoying me yeah. was actually half what he edited. <laughs> and the people, and, and, and it's so crazy when, when I when I was when I was doing these edits, I, I realized that like when, when we're recording with Irmo and a bunch of other people too, like they have really long pauses. But when you're having the conversation with the person, yeah. you don't notice that because yeah. there's 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 the hand gesture, there's the facial expression, mm-hmm. yeah. and there's like body language. You don't really notice the pause, but then when you put it on just audio. It's like almost like you're dragging like the conversation out of them kind of like mm-hmm. really slow. And then there's some really long pauses between sentences, at least when you listen to it. So then cutting those things short, like that was that was an ordeal because if, if that's like their pace, mm-hmm. yeah. that's like every time they speak, you have to shorten the length between the pauses. So it doesn't sound like it's taking forever for them to get out an idea in in reality it isn't but the thing is if you only have audio there's no visual aspect to it it really feels and sounds like they're trying to find their words and that that's 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 interesting because we don't do the editing we don't even feel that right but isn't that one of the things we learned early on that we used to so i guess people that have not been our guests won't know we used to record audio only I mean, we still only record audio, but we use Zencaster to be able to see each other. We don't record the video side, right. but we can engage through the screen right. together. And we realized that, get, that it gives us feedback. You see people's facial expressions, and I guess that's the plus. But the hard part is, as you said, <clears throat> it's not a phone conversation. You see right. each other, so a pause when you're looking or nodding at someone makes no sense if you're just listening to the audio without the video. Right. And I remember when we first started with only audio, that was kind of hard too because like you almost don't know when the other person is getting mm-hmm. ready to speak. Yeah. Yeah. But when 
we're doing both audio and video, you can tell when the other person's ready to speak, you know when to not to interrupt. Unless, yeah. of course, you have terrible internet and then you interrupt <laughs> anyway. Because then you're like two seconds off. Oh, he's about to speak. Oh, wait. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I also notice I, I say a lot of ums um, quite a bit. Uh, not not terrible, but definitely frequent enough. I was just about to say, I, I can't believe terrible. you make mistakes. And he goes, oh, not terrible. <laughs> no, it's not terrible. I think it's terrible. Bro. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, say, I say it enough, but it's not like so frequent that... Like, I'm editing, like, every sentence, but I do say it enough that I do edit some of them out because sometimes I'd be like, um, um, but, you know, like, before you start something, when you're thinking about what you're going to say, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he probably edits it before we ever listen to it, so we would never know, right? Yeah. It's true. Presents himself in the best. Of course. I have the best internet. I'm always on time. I mean, there were days I'd have to remind him, hey, Yun, like, we're recording in an hour. Where yeah. he's like, oh, I forgot. I have to stop. I just, <laughs> wake up, I just wait for my wake-up phone call. <laughs> <laughs> that literally oh happened. God, like, that's true. He always what? falls asleep. Who naps It'd after be like half before hour before. Recording. Okay, I'll be there for the podcast. <laughs> and that's honestly when i took over this whole like i assumed i just hired myself as the what executive executive uh, producer manager or whatever <laughs> i was like okay excel sheet and this and is she the, killed you know, update she reminder killed update reminder Dude. two hours before like Dude. i don't know two days before she was running our podcast uh, it's true yeah. no, it's i true. mean i was like because there were days it was like, oh, I forgot, oh, but yeah. I'll be there. Yeah. And then someone's always napping, even though he remembers. Yep. And I'm like, no, I fed the kids early and I have an hour <laughs> and a half. We are not messing this up. It's true. Like, Ten minutes before the podcast, oh, perfect time for a nap. I can squeeze <laughs> one in. I, that, I never got that. I was like, are you really sleeping? <laughs> you be up there a long day at work. I mean, I'm not saying you don't work hard, but... <clears throat> I know. You have a little bit of responsibility. Well, well, someone's working and then someone's napping, and I'm like, uh, episode? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Trampus, tri- sorry. Our accomplishments for this year, our personal accomplishments. Yeah, what did year. I do during COVID? Outside of the podcast, of course. Of course, of course. Yes. Yeah, that was, that was a good accomplishment. Um, so, so, in COVID season, I built my. Um, 1978 R80. Mm, uh, that's true. I got that blue Beamer that I turned it into a scrambler. And uh, yeah, that took forever. I mean, that yeah. was that was a huge learning curve. I witnessed that build. Yeah. It was pretty slick. Yeah, so you were still you were still uh, living in the uh, Edgewood house at the time and you saw like, man, yeah, that wiring to finish. that wiring took me like... Easily, yeah. easily we both knew it was going to be the most difficult. Yeah. Because you have a lot of custom stuff on there. Yeah. Mm. So that That's I did. The wiring. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I did. I redid like the whole entire wiring because the original wiring had like the and then also the the controls are all from different bikes. The the handlebars from a KOR six fifty. The controls are from a Ducati uh, multi yeah. multi strata. Yeah. And like the master cylinder is from a DRZ four hundred supermoto. And the throttle linkage is from a old Triumph, so like it, it it's a, it's like a mul- multiple bikes all meshed together into one, and and it was it was an interesting build. Um, I had I had to make it look very like OEM, so the um, 
the amount of work and the nuance to get it to be perfect. I, I thought the I thought the end result looked pretty cool. I mean, I, I mean, almost every little tidbit of the pieces were uh, custom built, custom made. Um, it was it was a huge learning process, but yeah. I thought it was. It it's was pretty fun. epic. Yeah. yeah, it is. So, it is. do you realize that you finished this build exactly one year ago? No. We are in end of July. Mm-hmm. I had my nerve surgery uh, first week of August, like August seventh or something. Wow. And you put it together. You like I came from the surgery and you brought it. That was the first time I saw it. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So it's literally like a year ago. Yeah. That's wild. Like a year's elapsed. Yeah, That's can wild. you believe it? It's been a year. Yeah, I put a couple thousand miles on. I haven't posted any images on, yeah. on my social media. I mean, no. like I posted when I bought it when it was this ugly it's blue thing. Blue. It yeah. was all busted yeah. up, yeah. and I haven't posted it when it's all built up though. I haven't really slacking on the on the. Instagram. It used to be ugly and blue, and now it's just ugly and green. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, of course. The love that you guys share, unbelievable. Okay. Uh, so obviously now I am building my van. I'm trying to do this van live. So the house is sold. Sold this house and decided yeah. to live in a van. So I bought a uh, 2021 Ford Transit all-wheel drive. And yeah. I am building van life in it. What is uh, this? Oh. The, one of the, the, uh, the main features, of course, is I have these two swivel seats in the front. Yeah, and they are from a 1990s E30 sports seats and armrests from an E34. Yeah, that's pretty slick. Um, yeah, it's it, it it was it was quite the ordeal putting it together, but now that it's in the car, I mean, I, I that's, think that's a nice shot. Yeah, man. I really like the, I really like this um, this. That'd be a good seats. cover for uh, one of the podcasts, actually. Mm-hmm. Two people in that chair. <laughs> They're nice seats. Yeah. They're really nice. I think I really like this footrest thing. Or not a footrest. What do you call that? The, the, the fire thing. The, the su- knee support. Knee yeah. support, oh, yeah. that's why I like it. Knee support. My knee needs yeah. support. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's you've, gone, you've gone pretty long. Uh, you've gone quite far along that build. Yeah. I mean, I just put my uh, a fridge in. And I got the framing brace in. Um, For the bed, right? Yeah. So like this whole thing is like nice the power station and everything i think the biggest learning curve is like building learning to work with the lithium batteries and the solar panels and stuff like it's it's not too big it's not too difficult because i've done house wiring uh plenty i just but there there is a there is a significant learning curve Mm -hmm. putting all these things together yeah i can imagine yeah it looks like a lot of time so what about you so me July 21st, right? I think it is just under a year when I set off for my trip oh, to yes. Colorado. It's your first trip. My first you trip. You did multiple trips during I did a, I did a few trips this year, didn't I? That was crazy because Jan, Jan and my friend Max inspired me to get that bike and go on that trip. And I'm ever so grateful to them for their advice and their influence because that trip i have to say just changed me as a person i mean uh it really it really exposed to me how self-sufficient i can really be you're being that far you know being so isolated on these trails 
Uh, having the knowledge and confidence knowing that even if I get myself into a bind, I'll get myself out of it. Mm-hmm. And being comfortable in that sort of situation, you get to really relax and appreciate the beauty of Mother Nature. Oh. You know? And I just realized, well, this is really my calling. I really just want to spend a lot of my time oh, that's really nice. doing this because, you know, it's enjoyable. I used to be in the sport bike scene. I still am to a degree, but this just takes precedence over that now. So you're yeah. officially an adventurer. I'm an adventurer. Where, where's this photo? Where, where was this? That was... This is your first trip, right? That was my first trip. I did Overpass. Pa- this is Overpass? Overpass. Coming off of it? Yeah, the other side. Going yeah, west, yeah. westbound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After yeah. nearly dying. <laughs> I remember Overpass. Yes. Wait, wait. This is like a... We fell off the cliff. You can't just say after nearly dying and laugh it off. Yes, I can. I just did. <laughs> <laughs> Overpass is... Oh, that's one thing I learned. The guys are annoying. Yes, <laughs> we're very good at that. Overpass is from Silverton to Telluride, right? Yeah. Yeah, Silverton to Telluride is one of the passes. There's three different passes. Ofer is technically the, the easiest one, but there's, no. there's one section. Yes. Like the whole other sections are super easy until you get to that one rock slide section. That is... That is such a best. It's so deceiving. Yeah. You're like, oh, you know, this is easy. Oh my god! <laughs> you get to the peak of the mountain and then you come over You're the crest. Going down. It's all like rock slides, yeah. boulders, like yay big, and then you just like ping pong as you. The get mountain up. like wants you to fall off the cliff. Oh, that's that's a good way to describe yeah. it. Yeah, it is trying its best to kick you off the trail, especially if you're on a motorcycle. But yeah, I did that trip a month out and then. Came back, got my life back together a little bit, whatever, whatever I can piece together of it. And then I just did another trip down to the Tail of the Dragon on the same bike. Had a great time doing that. And then I got another one planned for uh, in two weeks, Northeast BDR. So I just see myself doing a lot of these off-road trips nowadays. It's... Wait, so you did these three major trips on motorcycle, but you I also think... flew to Pakistan and oh, yeah. on a separate... That's trip, right. You went right. To he's, he's like yeah. a, this guy was, I like was jobless. Partying and partying away, living his. Yeah. What was the worst thing I thought could be? Was the best thing. It was jobless. I was Seven. like, man, life sucks right now. I'm gonna go buy a second motorcycle. <laughs> 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 Did a trip because I was like, man, I can be jobless in College Park, or I can be jobless on my motorcycle out west. Anywhere. Did yeah. that. Came back. I was like, well. I can be jobless here, or I can be jobless in Pakistan. <laughs> I'll go to Pakistan. Finish there. I think it was like the last week of uh, unemployment. It ended. That week I got the job offer. Whoa. So it was like, it was perfect. Anymore. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't write it any better. So did that awesome. back here, and then, you know, continuing life and continuing the opportunity to travel. You know, never want to give that up. Yep. That's amazing. That's really nice. You yeah. really used that. To took advantage. advantage of the time yeah, yeah absolutely awesome. Frida uh, so uh, well I think episode 3 says what happened so I spent uh, she got to go for a helicopter ride I did I took a helicopter <laughs> ride from for the first time Hillsville, Maryland to shock trauma yeah. <laughs> thank you for reminding me and uh, so I spent the majority of uh, quarantine time in uh rehab and right. physical therapy and recovering and uh, sometime around the winter uh, you know I was getting stronger and I was you know I was off the wheelchair and I was yeah. uh, I had uh, 
I could walk with support, of course. So we decided to think outside the box and kind of use the opportunity. Yeah. And we decided to quarantine in Egypt. So we took the kids and we kind of hid there. <laughs> and um, our house is an hour away from our beach house. So yeah. we got to enjoy the Red Sea, which is like my favorite thing. That's epic. Um, most weekends while doing online school. I was teaching mm. and the kids were in school virtually. So we spent three months there and came back and you know mommyhood and recovery and just pt uh the one thing i think i learned about myself is i really like motorcycles <laughs> it's not a phase so uh this podcast kind of kept me connected and got me to do what i love doing which is how i kind of first got into writing it was like instagram reaching out to people when yun was on his trip yeah this time i was reaching out to people that are not Instagram famous, but really we were like trying to dig into finding these unique people. And I mean, we met some extraordinary people oh my gosh. Uh, online and we interviewed them. And I mean, that was really enjoyable. I love that. This has been really fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah and absolutely. with my knee injury, I usually have to measure my range of motions. Yeah. So thank god he has a lot of bikes and sometimes he works on bikes <laughs> so every now and then i go and sit on a bike so i went from initially not being able to sit on a motorcycle at all yeah to i can you know take that leg actually i would have to swing the left leg around because the right was still too heavy and wasn't right. really to now i can sit and bend both knees equally That's but awesome. the right one is still a little weak so i can't really I try. I try to. Like, but it's a huge improvement. Right? Like, yeah. Every time, every time you come by the shop and set on a bike, it was a dramatic improvement between. To be honest, yeah. Last time, yeah. yeah. It's, it's wild to think. Well, I wasn't there when you when at the scene, but from that to when I saw you in the hospital. That's right. You came so, like to, day two. To seeing your leg in that condition, <laughs> to how you are now, yeah. it's remarkable. Within a year, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, it's uh, a year plus. Wow. But so I realized that liking motorcycles doesn't mean I have to ride, um, right. but at least I can stay connected in my own way. Yeah. And it's still kind of, you know, it's for now it's working. <laughs> and for the sake of talking to kids, this needs to work because <laughs> I'm not going to be riding, uh, but I'm on the bike. Right Poser. on. Poser. <laughs> Poser for life. Poser for life. Um, what about... What are, you, what are we going to do next season? Your executive producer came up with the awesome season two idea. Yeah. You like it, right? Yeah. No, I oh, think so. That, yeah, it was like weird. <laughs> Building the brand? So, so I think a lot of times when, 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 when we do this podcast, people don't really um, have, um, have much of an idea of, um, you know, why I'm doing this podcast and like the, the kind of experience that I had. So... A lot of these conversations with people that don't actually look up like you know what you know what we right. in general have done and whatnot so i i think the idea of highlighting my rtw trip would be would be pretty good um so yeah like specific that. legs that are the most memorable like events and stuff i mean there's so much you spent nine months on the road right i can't yeah i mean i spent one month i thought it was extravagant i can't imagine nine months like there's That's so feel, many stories to tell you know exactly i feel like uh, honestly, after interviewing all these people, I was like, hey, Yun, season two needs to be your story. Because yeah. I like really that should. when we interview people and we hear, I, and I think also, like, 
one of our la later ones, the Saudi woman, I was like, oh, wow, there really are amazing people that are not internet famous. Yeah. Like, seriously. And he's one of them. And, and that's one thing I've been trying to do since he started his trip. I was like, wait, like, people need to know this. This is so nice. And then you, because you learn. He learned from some guys online or at least ask questions. And of course, Yermo. Yeah. But it's not to show off. It's not to get, um, like, sponsored or whatever. It's really because... I love that this sport, people really want to give you their experience and we learn from each other. We want to prop each other up. And know? imagine nine months on the road. I mean, he took his bike apart completely and yeah. then put it back on. I mean, yeah. the picture's on his blog. So I was like, let's have Sal and I interview you and kind of go through your trip day by day or, you know, at least city by city. Initially, it was states. and then... We can do something like the pre-trip planning and mm -hmm. all that. Yeah. So, um Thing. I think it's. I think my trip is a, a, a bit different. I, I know I, I watched a lot of people that go on these trips, and they're like, "Oh, you know, no planning, just just go." <laughs> mm -hmm. And I met a lot of people like that on the road as well, and then they ended up just you know staying on the highway because yeah. one, either they don't have the parts, or no, they don't know how to fix their bikes. So mm -hmm. you have to really stay close to to cities and civilization where you can get these things. So you know, I think. I think um, I think at least my my philosophy has always been you know you have to be prepared, yeah. and then when you're prepared, you know I spent like weeks in like middle of nowhere in the jungle, and then yeah. come back out and then ride all around and then be like eh, it's whatever, because I have all the parts I you know I have the confidence I can fix it and I can keep going you know even if I get a, a bad tank of gas I know how to I know how to deal with it, um, but you know that's not yeah. That you know that kind of uh, comfort and really it really made my trip much more, much more exciting and much more exotic in so many of the different places I've been to. So so that's going to be our season two. We should yeah. yeah. I look forward to that. What are your plans, Sal, outside <laughs> the podcast? Outside the podcast, are we talking about what we're going to do next season? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I yes. What are you doing next? Or what? What would? You, what would you like? You know, guys. I see. Like a, I, I, I bring a valuable contribution to the podcast. You're bad internet. You're bad internet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Oversleeping that the too? podcast. That too. Oversleeping. <laughs> Let's talk about something else. <laughs> all right. All right. Wait. So, what do you want? Sounds like he's this, yes. This, this of course, you're valuable. So, sounds like this negotiation has started off to a bad foot. <laughs> so what, what's this negotiation? This, this, I was gonna say. I think I bring a valuable contribution <laughs> yes. to the podcast, mm -hmm. and I recognize my own value. <laughs> And you know what Is that value sounds like? <laughs> that value sounds like dollar bills to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought of that a lot. I was like, is he going to pay us at some point? <laughs> I mean, I'm not making any money. Calendar, Google Doc. We're building your name. No. Hey, Sal, we like, need to protest Time that. is money, bro. Time is money. You want 40 minutes, you're going to have to pay for it. <laughs> or more like you want commitment. You don't want me to oversleep. You want me to pay for good internet. Ruin my nap mm. for this, you know. <laughs> How do you survive with that bad internet? Like on a daily basis. After you get home, like what do you, what do, you do? How do you even, how do you even Compromises, do? Compromises, yeah. Compromises. That's all I can say. You can't even watch like YouTube or video without... I get on at 2 a.m. when no one's else is on the <laughs> <Is that what? laughs> Wayne's asleep now. <laughs> Let's get on. Time to get Wait, on. I feel like we made him sound like okay. The internet wasn't that horrible. Every episode, it did I'll ruin a couple. It things. was kind of bad. Sometimes. It was every other uh, episode. No, not. You that know what's bad. funny? The last one, 
The last one, I was like, I'm not oh, yeah. I know, right? The last one, I was like, oh, yeah, we'll be good. Comcast just fixed my internet. <laughs> I know, that's what he said. And it was so slow. It was, it was worse the than worst before. Connection ever. <laughs> oh, God. We did have a guest that had bad internet, and he would get into it and start speaking, and then yeah. we we're like, wait, like he mm-hmm. cuts off, and then it was like, hey, you're back. And then uh, we ask him something, and then he's answering the other question. Do you remember oh that? Was I guess feel bad. No, not you. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys, it was the other one that we also did together. One of our mm, friends. Man, yeah. you guys are old men. You don't remember. 13 episodes. Yeah. It's hard to Wait, I think we recorded more like 15 or 16. Yeah. We yeah. were not able to publish everything. Yeah, that's right. Because uh, not yeah. everything came out. Like That's true. Yeah. 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 And, and I think like for me, like I have a certain... like. We started off really rough, you know, even the even the idea and then how we recorded. But mm-hmm. I, by, by the time we hit like the 13th published episode and, and then the amount of recording that we did, I think we, we really got it down to somewhat of a science of how we run yeah. the episode and also the quality of the product we produce. So like I, I, I want to make sure like everything that we record that we push out there, people listen to it and aren't like, oh my God, is he going to like, is, is this like noise issue going to stop anytime soon like we can't have that and we can't have like people you know if i don't edit out all the ummings and then all the you know long pauses the long pauses giggling then people are going to listen to it and they're like oh my guys keep speak faster speak faster like like so like i do a lot of these editing and then i feel like you know where we are now like we have to have a at least like we're not professionals but at least a certain level of uh, perfection that we need to have before we push the episode out. So, um, and I so, appreciate that. And I, I think, yeah, yeah. All joking aside, no, I really I appreciate. Mean, that. I do yeah, appreciate that you put a lot of time into the editing, and you do hold the quality of everything to a high standard. Like sometimes it's just so annoying. It's like just, it was a good episode. Publish that one, and he's like, no, it. We have to edit, yeah. and he's like, I'm 20 minutes into the editing of like the first. Five minutes. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh. Yeah, because some, some of them were just so tough to edit because there were so many things that was interruptions and it was not easy. And some of the stuff were just... A lot, a lot of... Some of the stuff... If, even if there's a lot of stuff to edit, if it's all the same thing, like, mm-hmm. there is some benefit to that because at least it goes by quicker. Mm-hmm. But some of the, sometimes, like, people will say stuff in the beginning. They'll have one pattern of edit and then, like, mid way through there's another pattern of errors or sounds yeah. that I have to edit that gets to be um, very I'm so happy I don't do well, the editing yeah. no I think you put out a clean product yeah Yeah. so I mean I hope to put out you know we need to re-record the intro again I know I, I changed the intro um, like a couple episodes ago and, and, and that's kind of like the I think we kind of found our voice that we want to do um ordinary people doing extraordinary things on two wheels yes. and i think that's kind of our our um our byline and we want we want to that i think that's what we want to promote and but i think we can we can do better on the intro maybe we can re-record and and, and make it make it even more polished so okay i like that so what is next for everybody what, what are you guys doing what's what's next for you guys uh, after after this season, before our next season begin, what's what's everybody doing? Frida. <laughs> well, mine is not that specific, but my plan 
not before next season, but yeah. my what I'm working towards is hopefully uh, to plan some kind of a motorcycle adventure tour thing in Egypt. So yeah. it's and since we have the brand and we worked on the logo, yeah, I would like it to be the Break the Cycles Motorcycle Adventure Tours. Yes, that'd be so epic. Right? It so, will be epic. It will be there epic. We go. So I would like to do a, an adventure thing uh, in Egypt, uh, like the whole like adventure riding, and and then I would also like something a little like. Uh, for if someone doesn't want to go on a full-blown adventure, we're doing dirt bikes in the Red Sea, so people are like yeah. scuba diving or snorkeling and riding their dirt bikes, and you know. Yeah. So kind of, I want to offer a taste of both, and it's a big project, so it's definitely not before season two. That'd be great. I would, I would definitely go, just to see for you. Though. I'll give you a discount. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Wait, if you have, if people? you have good internet connection. <laughs> We'll give you a good discount. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, Northeast BDR in two weeks. Assuming Whoa, it's I... already in two weeks? Yeah, August 6th, I'm going to take off. Whoa. So that's, that's two weeks coming up fast. Just got to fix the bike, but again, that'll be two weeks on the road too. <laughs> Just got to Just gotta fix it. I feel like he says this every time. Every time. <laughs> like, Just got to fix the, the bike, trip. you know? Bruh. I don't wow. even want to get into that. Oh, you that. want to ride this afternoon? Yeah, I'm down. I just got to fix the bike real that's quick. Okay. <laughs> but he but ne- that's the nice thing. The problem is he talks about fixing the bike, but he never fixes it before he goes on the listen, trip. Listen, listen, listen. Like, we uh, can criticize him all you want. This guy goes places fair enough. with that broken bike. I get it done. Right? Fair enough. I mean, he might FaceTime you or call you because <laughs> his frame hey, broke. Uh, Jan, <laughs> do you know a good welder in Albany, New York? <laughs> <laughs> you called me when you went on your first trip. You were like, hey, blah, blah, blah about your the spoke oh. in the rear. And your hub came... You, oh, my hub broke. Your hub yeah. broke? And I told you to replace those screws the week before you left. Yeah. I was like, yo, these things need to be replaced. I was like, um, they're on there. <laughs> <laughs> and then they came loose, right? They came loose they and broke. then they snapped, yeah. snapped the edge off the hub. I was like, oh my God. But yeah, just, just trips, really. I'm not making any motorcycle tours in Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like to you? think big. Yeah, you are, and I, I really want to see it come to fruition. I really and when hope it so. when it does, I will totally be down to lead some of these tours, assuming the bikes are fixed. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not going to be counting on you to fix the bikes. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll make sure that the bikes are fixed. What would buy them new? There was old. They're, they're, they're what about you, John? I'm going to practice my homelessness. It's <laughs> true. You did mention that you said. I need wow. a fake. I need homeless a, in Los I Angeles. Need, right. Homeless in Colorado. I need to finish my van so yeah. I can live in it, and then I'm actually like secretly hoping for like a full on like shutdown so we go all virtual again, and I will look like I'm like the smartest man alive. You're banking on that? Yeah, because then because then at that point, then I'm just gonna be like in my van teaching virtually in the mountains. Yeah, like, I mean, like that. That would be like. That would just make me feel like I'm the smartest person in life. But if it doesn't happen, I'll just be parked outside of my work. <laughs> I'll just live out of the van. I need a reason to do something in this van. Let's do a podcast. I know, right? Oh, well, guess who's going to have bad internet then? This Not guy. me. We'll see. This I guy. pay for the internet. It's not like he doesn't. No, no. I pay for good internet. <laughs> we'll see, Sam. It's not in my hands, We bro. will see. 
I'll come over to Young's van just to do the podcast. (laughs) You should. You should. That would be fun. Yeah, it would be. In person. Once it's all done, it'll it'll be face uh, each other and I'll have my um, microphone set up. Sit on the fancy seats with the knee support. Yeah. 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 It'll be a cool podcast. That'd be nice. Send me pictures because I'm going to be sitting comfortably in my home with my good internet (laughs) and my comfy chairs (laughs) and my little mic. (laughs) <laughs> we've all got some uh, pretty big plans we've done big things this season you interviewed a lot of people had a great had a great time doing it mm-hmm. and then you know going forward we got big plans for the podcast and in our individual lives yeah and it's it's very interesting having witnessed this played out I don't even know when we started this months ago January January so it's yes. been seven months wow yeah you guys recorded your first one or two when I was in Egypt then I came back and we we did one episode that we didn't really publish on social media but we did uh, like intro to writing from everyone's perspective oh yeah that was my oh, first oh right 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 yeah and then our next one was our big crash man we, we recorded a lot of like initial episodes that we never used right yeah, yeah. we did a lot of test runs we did yeah and then also the equipment like we had to get different equipments and like we're figuring out what we were doing i like the ones where i had good internet connection <laughs> you when you I were like... the most like, oh, man that guy sounds professional <laughs> <laughs> i think we call this self-love it's important these days yeah i know right <laughs> <laughs> all right oh. well that was fun this is our final episode of the season and uh, we'll pick it up again our season two of break the cycles see you then thanks for joining us guys have a good one hopefully it's still recording it stopped recording sometimes are you serious yeah wait did you not have a timer i did but he said don't time it what the battery is low. I don't know when it stopped. Oh uh, no. No. Oh my god, my knee is killing me. I lost the box twice. <laughs> and then I, I didn't want to move because I moved so much. And then I've been on the edge of the seat. And I'm like, old lady needs to fix her posture. <laughs> if only I knew. I had to get Elsa and Uber. I had to communicate with the people that have Ali and Lena. They yeah. wanted them to stay longer and then tell Tark not to go pick them up. And then I saw him go, like, then Elsa left from here. Trying to manage everything. See, see where it left Well, left apparently the camera died somewhere in the middle. Don't laugh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm falling and I can't get up. That was a good podcast. Well, <laughs> if we have any of it. Well, it's fine because we don't have to use the video. Oh, we need yeah, to we stop here. Yeah, just stop. I mean, if, if we can't get the is video working, we'll just want to use yeah. the video. It's not a big deal. Okay. No, but the video would have been fun. Wait, is it not stopping?